They just like really like they all know about this point oh, system. Yeah. Point one for Sabuna. Sabuna. Anubis backwards. See what I did there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards podcast. So today we are recapping House of Isis, House of Curfews. Or it may be House of Barriers slash House of Curfews, depending on if you're on the wiki, if you're on Paramount Plus, if you're on iTunes. Unsure, it is House of Isis or House of Barriers. Second half is House of Curfews. Because it's Isis on IMDb and it's Isis on my hard drive. I don't know if they changed it. I think they must have changed it. Our series is for, like, SEO purposes, and ISIS is now a terrorist group. Yeah, that's my thought. (laughs) All right, so anyway, we have a guest. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are joined by my friend, Haley. Hello! Yay! One of my friends from college, longtime friend. Um, First-time caller. (laughs) (laughs) She has uh, never... Never seen House of Anubis. Um, she did watch the season two premiere with me in January, and then she just skipped straight to this episode. So she really has no idea what's going on, but she's going to give commentary anyway. Yep. <laughs> I know I think uh, two of their names. Yeah. They'll go catch on. It'll be great. I want to know who whose names you know. Which names do you know? Um, uh, the American <laughs> Nina. <laughs> Good job. I was about to say there's two of them though. Um and Mara yeah. because of Brenna's username. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still Mara Campbell on Tumblr. And um Bobby, but that's his actor name. <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> in fact. She's got the spirit. The red eye he's the character's mixed, right. but he's now gone. So Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mick's not here anymore. Sadly. Breaks my heart. Wait, then who is the blonde? I thought that was him. <laughs> no, that's Eddie. <laughs> great. We're off to a great start. The spirit is there. <laughs> they like swapped one himbo for another, really. So. Okay, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Our himbo's not interchangeable. You know, so, most of the time I feel like they are. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into the episode. We open with the iconic intro, and then Vera enters the study in the cellar and calls out for Victor, asking if he's there. Victor enters the tunnels and sees the alligator bridge. He mumbles about those miscreants crossing it, and then Victor crosses it. It's just unfair that he gets to just stroll through the tunnels like that without trying. Don't fall, bestie. So then Vera goes through the drawers in the study. She finds a hidden compartment and pulls out the Book of Isis. She sees an image of the Mark of Anubis in the book. Then Victor hits a dead end in the tunnels. Black smoke rises around him. He turns back, crossing the bridge again. Vera calls out and asks if it's him. He says yes. As he comes back around the bookcase, Vera hands him the Book of Isis. He says that the recipe for the elixir is finally in his hands. In the hall, Sabuna wonders what they're going to do. Nina says without the ambulance, they'll never find the mask. The mission is over and so is she. Amber says Victor might suddenly become nice if they all stare at her weirdly. Fabian says that'll happen right after Patricia becomes a guidance counselor and Patricia says like that's gonna happen. Patricia says they'll have to keep an eye on Victor because he will slip up eventually. You know, let's be real. Patricia probably would not be a terrible guidance counselor. I could low-key see it. Like, you know, in 10 years from now. (laughs) Eddie's in the lounge listening to music on his headphones. Mara comes in and asks him if he has the piece he promised her. He says, what piece? 
She says the one he promised he'd have finished today for the website. And he says, oh, that piece, no. She says that just leaves her with a piece on a handbag dogs. And she says that he promised. He says that they already established that. And that instead of a boring blog, she learned a valuable lesson not to trust his promises. Eddie and Mars dynamic. I love it. I really do wish we got more of them because they're really fun. Um, also, now I'm thinking, wait, so if you thought that was Mick, you thought this was Mick and Mara. <laughs> yeah, this is Makara. That's what I was just thinking. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. You're like, wow, Brenna's OTP having a great moment right now. The enemies to lovers potential. <laughs> yeah, Makara was not enemies to lovers, but I, I do love that. <laughs> hey, you. I mean... But I just put Sir because that's my favorite. That's my emotional support himbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, they like the two separate himbos. That's the whole dynamic of yeah, this podcast. We each have our own. Okay, is Alex out? Yeah. <sighs> see, Alex is really a sometimes, but not really. He's more like I, jock, so he's not a himbo because of that, I think is the. Is Eddie a jock? Well, I guess he yeah, likes he's a swimmer, confirmed. football. <laughs> American football. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at dodgeball. In swimming. Yeah. Alfie's not really a himbo, but I love Alfie. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good thoughts. Do you know who Alfie is? <laughs> I like you um, agree with me saying I love is Alfie. Is he the one? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is, let me guess. Is he the one that does all of the pranks? Um, yes. And... And he had the, the severed hand yes. that's, like, later seen that yeah. I had a, a okay, yeah. moment with. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. We'll get to the severed hand. I was like, yes, unless you're talking about Jerome. <laughs> They're like a duo. I like the hesitation, though, because we were trying to figure out if she meant Jerome or not. The brief hesitation we all, like, they were like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all Brenna told me was he liked to do pranks. That's all I know about him, Okay. <laughs> So Patricia walks into the lounge and Eddie tells her she's got a little and then he flicks her chin when she looks down. He says, seriously, you fell for that? Brits aren't so clever after all. And then she calls him a weasel. I said, what is this flirting? Like, Eddie, what are you doing? Is it, This is not how you win the girl. <laughs> he clearly, oh, wait, he didn't have Taylor Swift's hit song, How to Get a Girl yet. So <laughs> he just had to guess. <laughs> He only um, had the Speak Up Now album, so I don't know what that's about. <laughs> we had Red by season three, I think. Right? Yeah, Red came out no. between season two and season oh, three, yeah, and we yeah, always yeah. said Red was about House Maneuver season two. I mean, it is. Confirmed. Anyways, they're so stupid, and I love them. Same. Then Patricia goes to sit by Mara. Mara says Eddie makes her want to scream and is so unprofessional. Patricia says she disagrees. He is totally professional at being a jerk. She then calls him... <laughs> practically her nemesis and says she'll share him if Mara likes Mara says she likes Patricia says the thing about having nemesis is and then she struggles and then she says arch enemies is that you have to constantly think of amazing ways to get revenge on them and Mara says she definitely likes that I said Siri play my petty video to the nemesis song from Phineas and Mark it's an iconic piece of House Manubis fandom culture <laughs> it's Phineas and Ferb she made an edit to the nemesis song I made this video, it was like literally this scene, and then it was a petty video, but it was Patricia calling Eddie her nemesis, and then it was the, like, if I had a nemesis song from Phineas <laughs> I don't know what was going through my brain. I was having a okay, period. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. 
told to be back in Chicago at a Comic-Con with Jess and two other people debating what the Pearl of Nemesis is again. That was We had like a five-minute debate. Ne- nemesis. 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 It's, no, I think the Pearl of Nemesis is just Nemesis. It's just Nemesis. <laughs> Arch enemies. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Arch enemies, thank you. Praise <laughs> Patricia. It's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. And then I want to know how many nemesis does Patricia have anyways that she, like, legit sounds like she has multiple. Like, girl, what? It's Jerome. Probably. Jerome or Victor. Nina at one point. Yeah, Nina. Amber for, like, an episode and a half. Amber. Probably her parents. Probably Piper. Yeah, probably Piper. And Piper's like... (laughs) Elfie when he starts to hit on Piper. Ellie and Piper when they just start flirting in front of her face. Piper is Patricia's secret twin that we find out about later. Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. That's Laura's favorite character. I, I know. I am a Piper stan. She's in like four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Love an underrated character. I am the yeah. number one Piper stan because she exists for two seconds, and you can cast forgot about her existence. <laughs> Play. I forgot that you existed by now. <laughs> so at the jail Jerome asked his dad why he wants to talk to him alone John says it's about something that happened a long time ago Jerome says it's not about a jury heist right and his dad says close John explains that when he was Jerome's age quote unquote at Anubis house someone dared him to steal something valuable a gem from the Frobisher shield a sports prize that Anubis house held year after year he says that from that moment, everything was bad for him, except for Jerome and Poppy. He says that the gem goes missing. It is 30 years of bad luck. He wants Jerome to find the gem and put it back on the shield. So you probably said last week, Brenna, right? But I said the Mr. Yes. Sweet for him to steal the gem theory confirmed. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to say it was Mr. Sweet. I'm I'm believing this headcanon. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty legit headcanon. Um, I, they were in prison? <laughs> <laughs> starts and she's like because it has like the exterior shot of the prison and she's just like what (laughs) um (laughs) it goes from this school to just like shout out we're in a prison now orange is the new black like we're here now (laughs) everyone thought orange is the new black was so like innovative no house of anubis did it first Like, if you have no context of what's going on, same energy as when, like, I made Alexa watch this show. Alexa's my um, college roommate that she was on our uh, one of our season one episodes. And we're watching it, and suddenly Patricia just gets kidnapped. She's left far away. Like, locked show. in the bed. The episode she got to watch. Oh, cool. Yeah, that also totally makes sense with everything else I know about this show. Um, also, WTF, are you wearing Jerome? To which I responded with, that scarf ain't it, chief. No. Oh yeah, he was wearing a weird like ascot. Yeah, it looked better when he put his like cardigan on after, but like when he was just in the jail, he just had his like shirt and the weird scarf. He's embracing the 2012 fashion of just wearing giant scarves. That's true. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't. I never saw guys wear them. I used to wear giant scarves in high school. That's true. That's true. I did, but not guys. So I mean, good for him. Yeah, he's got a fashion sense, I guess. Ish. Just I feel like Jerome first. of the guys is the one that tries to be fashionable, but like it's questionable. Yeah. It is questionable. Did he not make fun of Elfie for how Elfie was dressed one episode? Yeah, in the season two premiere. He like roasted Alfie for wearing sunglasses for some reason. Yeah, he was like the 80s are that way, and he looked great. He did. Like, calm down, Jerome. 
<laughs> Jerome thinks he's like a fashion icon. Maybe he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess we do have one of his iconic looks coming up, so shout out to Lily. Um, then John explains that there are some things that he'll never make amends for, like missing out on things with Jerome and Poppy, but that small things like this he can make right, but only with Jerome's help. Jerome looks reluctant. John says, what do you say? Team Clark on the case together? Jerome says, how hard can it be? But he looks concerned. Jerome asks where to look. John says, the deserted old building called the Frobisher Library. Wow. Wow. Back at the house, Jerome says, Rudder, you spend a healthy amount of time in the library. And Fabian says that he spends a normal amount of time in the library. He'd say. Jerome says, would you? Jerome asks if he's ever seen a suit of armor in the library. Fabian says that there is one on the ground floor. I just love how sassy Fabian gets with Jerome here. Deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Nina points out that Victor is wearing all the amulets. Nina says that they'll have to wait till he falls asleep. Patricia says, all Victor in his pajamas. And Amber says she may actually throw up. Nina says, what if he never changes clothes? And Amber says, then we make him. Eddie's arms were in a shot of Nina's face and Brenna didn't mention it. Uh, is this a Nettie? Nettie's a romance? <laughs> are, are you commenting on Berkeley's arms? Like, which one is this? Or is this an I love arm? <laughs> no, no, no. I would have said I love arm if it was an arm moment. I get a lot of those in season three. <laughs> Leave me alone. He just he has nice arms. That's you know I don't remember his arms, but I'm sure they were great. <laughs> yes, in season three he got like real buff. And then we just... I'll yeah. go find a screen cap from the poker face video and be like, here are his arms. Uh, I love sure the screen cap from Grace's "I Love Arm" iconic tweet. One time we all became friends with her. I love how that's why we're friends with her. Because it's not in character for Grace either. <laughs> It's not. That's why it's so funny. I just said I love arm about Nick from Nancy Drew the other day, and you know what? I, I have no regrets. I put you can hear Victor yelling, the wrench boy, the wrench at Eddie, and I have no clue why, but I remember that line so vividly, and it's just like this stupid like little background thing, and it's just funny. The wrench! <laughs> what did he get on him then? Is it like something from the sink? Because I literally wrote in my notes dirt or something. Is there garbage disposal in the house, maybe? Yeah, it looks just like just gross water yeah <laughs> well i'm going to amend the next note so amber skips up to the sink and turns the water on spraying it all over victor and jerome who get annoyed and then victor i wrote victor also looks like he gets dirt or something all over him but it may have just been dirty water because i think they were doing something to the sink yeah so yeah i'm gonna go with that <laughs> eddie and the sabutas laugh amber says she didn't see victor there nina and fabian tell victor that he should shower right now and he says no Albie says that he'll get him a clean shirt from the laundry, but shakes out his dirty shirt, like, all over everyone else, which the Sabuna's kind of annoyed about. I just wrote <laughs> this is a good scene. It is. I love the squad. Um, and Amber, like, really has no care in the world. She's just like, yeah, let's go, like, mess stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Um, I put I like Amber's outfit, and then I said... It- we talk about Vic. where does Victor sleep, but where does Victor shower? Because they're straight up like, you should go take a shower, Victor. That's where does he shower? Maybe where does he shower? <laughs> okay, that would be awful, though. If they had to share the bathroom with Victor. <laughs> that would suck. But then it would also be awkward if it's like Vera has a shower that he uses. I don't like that either. So- oh, I like that more, though. <laughs> Vera would love that. Well, like the caretaker, the like caretaker bathroom. Yeah, you know Victor does everything for everything for that school. Why does that man not have like his own little cottage? Right. Yeah, <laughs> in a Nubis house. He has to sleep at his desk, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't get to shower. 
So then Alfie sees detergent that says may call may cause irritation in the laundry room. He then goes through a box under his bed and finds itching powder, which he says will definitely cause irritation. I said I love the random hammer mallet thing that is in this box. Also, his zombie mess from season one is under his bed, and Alfie's like, "Oh, those are good. like oh, good times. Those were good times. They were." I didn't watch season one, but I'm sure they were good times. <laughs> you got it right that it was in season one. So. I, I, she just said season oh. one. <laughs> oh, right. I said that that mask was from season one. <laughs> I just have listening abilities. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I want to know how did Alfie get past Victor with the shirt to put the itching powder on it? Because like the only door to the laundry room well, is like yeah. through the kitchen. Hmm. <laughs> Great question. Teleportation. <laughs> Victor would be hounding him to get back with his shirt, so. Yeah, because the laundry room is connected to the kitchen. Yeah, that's a good point. I like the teleportation theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's going to be able to teleport, it would be Alfie. Yeah. Some car would, like, grab him and, like, <laughs> help move him upstairs secretly. In his office, Victor is reading the Book of Isis when he starts itching. He wonders what is irritating him and takes off the amulets and puts them in his drawer. Then he calls for Vera and tells her to get him some soothing lotion. The Sabunas are, like, peeking out from the be- behind the door thing. They they do this a lot in this episode into Victor's office, like, the door in the... Oh, the door that separates, like, the hallway from the lobby. Yeah. yeah. The Sabunas see that the itching powder thing worked and that they decide to go grab the amulets now. Alfie says, no one's going to tell me I'm a genius. Nina, Fabian, and Amber look for the amulets, and Patricia and Alfie keep lookout. They look for the amulets, but they can't find them before Victor comes back upstairs. So then they go back behind the door thing, and they peer out and see where he hit them as he puts them back on and starts reading again. This is the first appearance of Nina's non-existent shorts. Iconic! (laughs) Shorts Welcome to Shorts Gate. Shorts Gate! Shorts Gate! We've been waiting for this one. Turn it up. So uh, basically, Nina's wearing these short khaki shorts. Uh-huh. And back in the day, there was a promo of her wearing these shorts. And it looked like she was wearing pants. And so then the episode came on. And it looked like she was wearing pants, even though she is. And it was a whole thing on Tumblr. And now we call it Shortscape. <laughs> she was just ahead of her time. <laughs> she was. <laughs> um, I just really liked that they all came together. And they all barged in at, like, literally the same time. Like, they're not being quiet. Like, they're all just there. This is not inconspicuous at all. It's the Sabuna way. <laughs> That's how they are, yeah. This is really upsetting that Haley does not get to experience one of Nina's bad lies. Mm. I know, Nina is actually really smart in this episode. She's not usually smart. So Sabuna all shares one single brain cell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why they all have to go together. And usually it belongs to Fabian. She has gotten it the most. Or it belongs to Mara, who's not even in Sabuna. <laughs> Victor notices that the final chapter is missing. We see Vera in the cellar with the ripped out pages of the final chapter saying, this is just what the collector ordered. Sneaky, sneaky, Vera. I didn't trust her, ever. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the end of the first half of the episode. It's our cliffhanger. So now we're going to go on a little break. We're back with part two of this episode. So in Nina and Amber's room... Patricia says that they can't get the ambulance back, they can't keep doing the task. Nina says that they can kiss the mask goodbye. Amber says, don't worry, it could be worse, and hugs Nina, and then she mouth slash whispers, it really couldn't. Victor calls up and tells them that it's bedtime. As they go to leave, Fabian says that they can still do this. Patricia 
wonders how when they failed at getting them when he took them off. Fabian says that they can get them when he has them on if he was the most tired a human has ever been. Alfie says that that would rely on Victor being human. Nina says that they should keep him up all night. And when he does fall asleep, Fabian says that then they can grab them. Alfie says that this is going to be good. I just said all these Sabuna scenes are making me very happy. So this is probably one of my favorite, like, I don't know. This episode is like one of my favorite squad episodes. It's just like the dynamics. Chef's kiss. They're chaotic. They're great. They're my (laughs) friends. Yeah, it's just like chaotic energy and friendship. We love to see it. In the living room, Victor starts talking to Vera about the Book of Isis. She asks if he's translated yet. He says mostly. He says the final and what he thinks to be most important chapter is missing. And she says that is strange. She says that what if Frobisher Smythe ripped it out and hid it at the end of the tunnels? Victor says that is just the kind of thing that Frobisher would do. And he would have hidden it with the Mask of Anubis. Vera says the Mask of Anubis? Victor says it's real. And whoever finds it will be able to make tears of gold. I said, is Vera a genius for convincing Victor of this? Or is Victor just like like this that he convinces himself of this? Both. <laughs> yeah. I'm the ghost So then Victor and Vera see that the security light is on. Amber runs past them and up the stairs. Victor says it's those blasted children fooling around again and yells that whoever's out there is in more trouble than they can possibly imagine. Amber is hiding on the stairs and she says, Point one, Sabuna. I said literally, why does Victor work at a school he he hates children? <laughs> it's true. He doesn't seem to be really good at, like, fixing things either, as we've seen (laughs) previously with the sink mishap. (laughs) True. He's trying his best, but I don't even think he is. I think he's just... (laughs) He just is, like, trying to do all this Egyptian stuff, so he, like, has to be on campus to do all this, like, weird Egyptian stuff, but, like, (laughs) he's bad at fixing stuff. Yeah, maybe he gets health insurance. Maybe that's why he works there. Yeah. Um, I was just thrown off by this security light that magically appeared. We never, we've never seen this security light before. There, it was just never, very conveniently there for the plot, and then we never yeah. see it again. I was gonna say we definitely do not see it again because in season three they're outside a lot, and if they're outside a lot, especially, and it's supposed to be like motion activated, which that's what it implied it was. Those kids would have gotten in so much more trouble, so much more often. Yeah. yeah. So then Jerome, wearing all black, is sneaking out of his room. Um, Alfie asks him if he's robbing a bank. Jerome says, not tonight, but he could use Alfie's help. Alfie says he has a lot on tonight, but he asks Jerome what he's doing. Jerome says he's going to break into the Frobisher library and steal a long-lost gem. I said, gonna say this for Lily, Jerome in the black fit. Jerome in the black fit. Can't believe we got short shorts and black fit in the same episode. Didn't realize I know, that until... I didn't know that. I, I didn't realize they were in the same episode until like I was watching this, and I was like, I knew this was gonna be shorts gay, but I didn't like realize because I feel like Jerome and the Black Fit is like a new fandom thing, and shorts gay is like an old fandom thing. I don't even know if it's a new fandom. It's just a Lily thing. <laughs> a Lily thing. <laughs> We've all just but embraced like, it for Lily. <laughs> so iconic in my mind that Jerome and the Black Fit is now a thing. Yeah. That, like, I had no idea when Jerome and the Blackfoot was going to happen. All I've seen is, like, no context screenshots of Jerome and the Blackfoot. <laughs> yeah, same. I thought it was, like, a season three thing. I don't know why. It had season three, like, the caps I've seen have season three energy. Suddenly I'm like, Jerome and a Blackfoot. Which makes sense, because I guess he's trying to break into the library. And he's yeah. making a Blackfoot. So shout out to Lily. Iconic. <laughs> Show stop. <laughs> he made up for his horrible scarf with the Blackfoot. <laughs> You're right. This is now the second time we've mentioned his outfits, so he must be doing something <laughs> right. <laughs> this is like we his love it or hate it. We can't stop talking about it. <laughs> 
So Alfie then says that sounds awesome and asks about the alarm. Jerome shows him the key and says that he swiped it from Jasper's desk and that they don't have to worry about the alarm as long as they don't touch the exhibits. Alfie says if the alarm goes off, Victor comes running, right? Jerome says, actually, yes. Alfie jumps out of bed and says that he'll do it. Jerome, looking slightly confused, says, thanks, mate. I said, the Jerome-Alfie dynamic is usually bad, but sometimes it is really fun and this is one of those times that I really love it. I know. I like them here. They're not being mean to each other. They're working together. Very happy. This is the Jerome and Alfie I love. Yeah. Um, so this scene, there's a severed hand <laughs> just behind um, Alfie. The entire what? scene. What? That's all she could look at. She was just like, what is happening? I did not pay attention to a single thing they were saying in this scene. All I saw was the severed hand. It was perfectly placed to like the right of his head. <laughs> and it's just sitting there. Like, and there's nothing else on the shelf. It's just the severed hand. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. Why it stood out in my mind. I guess for, like, one of his pranks. That's how Brenna explains yeah, it. Yeah, isn't there? Doesn't he, like, maybe it's the first episode. I think he puts it in his, like, sleeve and then is like, nice to meet you, Nina, and then it, like, falls out. Or am I just imagining that? That sounds vaguely familiar. I think Jerome or Alfie does that. One of those that. And maybe like imagining the scene wrong. I just think he does it at some point. But I do re- vaguely remember like them kind of having a severed hand. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someone found like the prop box from season one this episode, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we can put this hand here, and then the mask and the, the yeah." They were and... like, "Oh wait, Jerome and Alfie probably would actually have these things in their room if they're going to play pranks on people. Let's put them in their makes room." Makes more then. sense than the saddle from last season. <laughs> Last season, there was just a horse saddle on Jerome's bed in a scene, and oh. <laughs> we were very confused. Wait, what? One of them's a horse girl, though, right? Yeah, we've decided Nina, Nina is a horse girl. Okay, cool. And then we then created this whole AU for Jerome and Nina, where they're cowboys together. <laughs> they fall in love. Um. And then they sing uh, cowboy like. Okay, I'm, I'm back on board. I'm back on board with the cowboy like me reference. <laughs> Wow, this is good. Well, I, I don't know if it's never hand makes job. more sense. <laughs> oh yeah, Emily's Photoshop job of Jerome and Nina in the longest ride book. <laughs> Iconic. The fact of the matter is it was the bad Photoshop editing that really made it. I love this. <laughs> So we cut back to Victor's office where he is asleep, snoring in his office chair. Mara and Patricia peek out from behind the door. Mara is looking very tired and asks Patricia to remind her why they have to get back at Eddie right now. Patricia says to always get your enemy when they least expect it and then says Operation Nemesis is a go. Loud music then starts blasting from the living room. I said Mara and Patricia's friendship. You love to see it. It's almost like Mara's in Sabuna tonight. It's really great. And I just put Mara so confused. And she's just like, I guess. Mara here, I didn't write this note, but maybe this is why Mara's not in Sabuna. Because she, much like Mick in season one, is just like, I want to sleep. Why am I up right now? <laughs> Sabuna's have never slept a day in their lives. <laughs> Truly. Do they go to class? Uh, yes. Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> when they feel like it. Okay. Okay. That's what I assumed. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. So then Victor storms downstairs and says, who is it? Show yourself. The music stops for a moment. We see Nita and Fabian hiding in a cupboard. Fabian says, second verse, same as the first, and turns the radio back on even louder. Victor runs around yelling, who is it? Nina says, point to Sabuna, and then they close the cupboard doors. I said, Fabina in the cupboard, 
forever. And then I wrote, how did we think that they were having sex in there? They'd have to be really creative. There's not any, really any room. They'd be much more comfortable literally anywhere else. Yeah, to backtrack. So there was the whole fandom inside joke when this episode aired that they, they had sex in the cupboard and it went too far and then someone wrote a fic and everyone was like, oh, and she's wearing the short shorts. <laughs> like, better. We're um, really stable. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna ask, this, but like, no, we were. We're gonna read the thing later. Teenagers. It's our game. <laughs> we were unhinged teenagers with too much time on Tumblr. And... I mean, like, I get that too. Um, <laughs> the cupboard. <laughs> the cupboard. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think that they can move in the cupboard. No, definitely not. Kind of... Like, maybe they made out in there, but like, yeah, they they were kind of squished. <laughs> I just, this is one of my favorite fandom inside jokes and it makes zero sense. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. And I feel like if you haven't heard of this, um, people are listening to our podcast that weren't around in 2012. I hope you enjoy because we've been referencing this for a while. So I <laughs> We have referenced it for a while. I, I do now That's work a for a cabinetry. I do now work like for a cabinetry company. So I guess this is a weird crossover of like my... <laughs> work in like this podcast sadly do you talk about this in your interview no imagine <laughs> like actually um, i've read some fix about um cabinets cupboards and cabinets, cabinets. <laughs> i'm very well versed in the social media sphere of cabinets cabinets everyone always has sex in cabinets and do we think two people can fit in this cabinet it's very important for me <laughs> I need to know what cabinet they would have been in. This is gonna be a wide cabinet. I think they're they're like well, it's not a sink phase, but this is a wider than average cabinet. Is all I'm gonna say because the average cabinet is a thirty inch cabinet. Nina and Fabian could not both fit in a thirty inch cabinet. <laughs> also, where was all the stuff in the cabinet? This looked like nothing. Yeah, like where all they had to. You can't tell me there's not stuff stored in there. Like, where did they put Moments it? before, what we didn't see was them, like, quickly, like, emptying the cabinet. <laughs> out of the cabinet yeah. And then getting into it. Yeah. And then I just said, Nina, short shorts forever. Like I said, we all joked about the easy access back in the day because we were unhinged. <laughs> Yikes. In the library, Jerome and Alfie are walking around with flashlights. Alfie says this is really cool. It's like being a ninja. Ninja in the library. A book ninja. Then he starts moving around a lot. Jerome tells him to concentrate. Jerome says he can't see a suit of armor anywhere and asks Alfie if he can. Alfie says hiya and tries to karate chop an exhibit. Jerome tells him to stop because of the alarm and Alfie says that there is no armor here. Um, I just want to say we are sleeping on Alfie in the black fit. Iconic. Yeah, he also works it. Alfie wonders if the armor has moved or if someone's borrowed it. Jerome says, why would someone borrow it? And Alfie says, for a costume party or a war. Which Jerome says are good reasons. Alfie asks how big it is. And Jerome says, man size. Alfie says it would be pretty easy to see. And Jerome says, you think. Jerome says, let's get out of here and leave. Alfie shakes the exhibit case, making the alarm goes off. and says, point three to Sabuna. Victor, once again sleeping his office, wakes up when he hears the alarm. <laughs> I don't know why the a costume party or a war thing I found so funny. <laughs> like what war <laughs> like a war they didn't know about and they're like oh yes the war that's happening right now that we need armor for <laughs> where people wear suits of armor my dogs have comments yeah uh hi dogs what are your thoughts on millington has lots of thoughts millington what are your thoughts on the jerome and alfie in the library scene 
Alfie and the Blackfoot. <laughs> <laughs> On brand for Millington. <laughs> Patricia then knocks on Eddie's door and says, Eddie, wakey, wakey. He walks out of his room and a bucket of carrots falls on his head. Those were carrots, right? Yes. Probably. <laughs> carrots. Are we, like, alluding to the Bounty Day episode? <laughs> um, so then Mara immediately runs away. As Eddie is stumbling around with a bucket on his head, he knocks over a vase and it breaks. Victor asks him what's going on. Patricia says, just having a midnight snack. I said, such chaos, such fun. Also, what if Eddie, I mean, like, I know this is a Nickelodeon show, so, like, he wouldn't be, but like, what if Eddie, like, slept, like, naked? I would hope not with Fabian in the room. <laughs> oh, fair. Fabian wasn't there, though. I guess he thought Fabian was there. He was just like, oh, I guess Fabian's gone for the night. Like, let it all happen. Fabian's in the cover with Nina right now. He's busy. <laughs> in more ways than one. Um, I just said Eddie's the snack, right? <laughs> midnight snack, huh? I mean, well, that's what she tells him. She's like, I'm here for a midnight snack or something. I'm like, ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> and then my um comment was just there's there's a Fabina covered Esther joke in here somewhere, but I don't know where. It's just there. Just somewhere. It's somewhere. Someone find it. <laughs> DM us. <laughs> Eddie's hair not being spiked here was also throwing us off. It's all like flat. He was sleeping, right? I know. Yeah, it makes sense <laughs> that it's not like perfectly styled in, in bed, but never know when your future girlfriend's gonna like come pounding on your door, so. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe he would be sleeping naked. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. And then I responded with, I love them, Your Honor. We know. <laughs> we know. Uh, Victor tells Patricia and Eddie that they both have detention, convincing tomorrow and ending perhaps never as Mara runs away behind his back. He tells them to clean up their mess and go to their rooms. Eddie asks what just happened and Patricia says, long story short, Victor, you and me, detention. Eddie slaps himself and says, I'm not dreaming. Great. Good night. And goes back into his room. Patricia says, point four, Sabuna. I just need to know what these points are counting towards because they seem all very um, different and have nothing in common. But they're, they're getting points. Is there a reward? Is like, do they win something at a certain amount of points? <laughs> are they getting to five or ten? Because if they're getting to five, they're close to winning. Suddenly we're at Hogwarts and they're getting house points. <laughs> yeah. Do they get a house cup at the end? <laughs> do they get points for like keeping Victor awake? <laughs> Uh, maybe <laughs> we have no answer to that question <laughs> <laughs> they just like really like they all know about this point like, system point one for Sabuna yeah they, they like said to each other like if you keep Victor up we, we all get a point for Sabuna <laughs> but like they also know like how many points they have like they haven't been talking to each other so how do they know they're at point four <laughs> wait plot twist they were using their phones I know oh they God, texted they each other <laughs> they always conveniently forget they have phones. You know, at least in season three, they're aware they have phones. They just don't work. Yeah, I mean, that's more at least realistic. Yeah. I, do they have a Sabuna group chat? Oh, I, they must. I would love to see that group chat. <laughs> I just really want to know because they clearly had a Sabuna group chat and Nina just really just ghosted them. <laughs> hey, Nina, what's up, Nina? Nina has left the chat. <laughs> Yeah, she leaves in season three and doesn't tell anyone. They all find out when they get back to school. Honestly, to be fair, she could have just been like American phones, like the service. 
Oh, like, true. She could have. That's true. She could have made so many excuses. I had to get a new What's SIM that? card when I moved to England, so <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was able to text English people, but not American people. WhatsApp. So do we think WhatsApp. Nina like switches SIM cards? <laughs> oh yeah, WhatsApp is a thing. Or, yeah, yeah also just WhatsApp. That's how I texted Brad. I know. Um, I just remember this once from a like one of those roundtables SDCC interviews. An actress from a show that films in Canada has two phones, one for when she, one for when she's in Canada filming and one for when she's in America. So maybe like they have she has two phones or something. Gotcha. So really she has no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got I got notes. I love that Victor, you and me detention line. And then I put, Sir, did you wanna be dreaming about Patricia? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yes. And then he broke a vase when he like the stuff was like when the bucket landed on him and then obviously there's like all that stuff on the floor is no one gonna clean up the mess did victor really just send them off to bed while like leaving a giant mess well, especially when with glass up, so. but eddie just went to bed so i guess patricia's cleaning up now or maybe he's gonna be like vera clean up on the downstairs level in the library, Victor is looking around with a flashlight. He says, is there anybody in here? He very sleepily asks if anyone else is awake, roaming out around the library, then says, just me, just as I expected. As he walks back into his office, Vera asks if she's just heard the library alarm, and he says yes. She asks what secrets he's found in the Book of Ices, and he yawns. He says, apart from being incomplete, it's a collection of ancient texts. He keeps yawning. Vera then says she'll leave the scholar to his work and touches his arm and walks out. Nina appearing from behind the door sees so this. I said, okay, so Vera's still in her normal clothes. Has she, has she also not slept? I was thinking about this as well. It did not make any sense. She looked very put together for like midnight, 1am, however late it is. Like, <laughs> I also love that like the entirety of Sabuna was still in their like everyday clothes. <laughs> yeah. They did not go put pajamas on. Which I guess would make you more tired, but also would that not make sneaking around the house easier? True. Yeah. Probably. Also, Vera touching Victor's arm. Ew. Ew. So we don't we don't like them. No, she not- really we don't see it as much in this episode, but she's like very creepily flirting with him all the time, and it's very uncomfortable. Ooh, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> <it is laughs> like she just like comes on to him in his office sometimes, and we're just like, please. She's stop. like, hey, Victor. You're gross. <laughs> like, like, stroke his arm <laughs> and stuff. They flirted with were taxidermy animals in their very first scene. Oh my god, yeah, yeah ooh. Oh, yeah, there was a turtle. <laughs> there was a turtle in Victor's office. The Sabunas are in Nina and Amber's room. Alfie shines a flashlight at Amber. Nina comes in and says Victor's just gone back to his office looking pretty zombified and says that they all have to wait till he falls asleep, but then they all have to stay awake. Fabian says that they should do things to keep their minds awake, like play chess. Alfie suggests telling spooky ghost stories, shining a flashlight on himself. Patricia says that Alfie's stories are boring. Amber suggests counting sheep, and Patricia says that that does the opposite. Amber yawns. She then says that they all need their beauty sleep some more than others, glancing at Patricia. Patricia says that she saw that and says, I swear if you fall over, but then Patricia also starts yawning. Amber says, Patricia, no, don't. They all, except for Nina, start yawning, and Nina tries to encourage him to stay awake. I just said, ah, friendship. I love my friends. And then also I instantly started yawning during the scene. (laughs) I can confirm. (laughs) Um, And also I just immediately said Amber. I was like, Amber's just a little dumb. I was like, yes. Yes, she is. Welcome. (laughs) We still love her, though. I'm glad we love her, even if she's a little dumb. (laughs) She has her moments. And to that, I love a squad. 
and I don't know why I just put when they all start yawning as my note. I just they're all connected. Yeah. <laughs> then we cut and the Sabunas are all asleep in Amber and Nina's room besides Fabian and Nina who are talking about Victor and their memories basically. And I wrote I love the squad. I put my friends. Also, Elfie's sleeping with his feet on Amber's bed, which is really weird because he's like literally at an angle then. Yeah. And then I put, so were Jerome, Eddie, Joy, and Mara not concerned? Their friends weren't in the room? Like, Eddie's already, like, aware of Fabian's often not in their room. But, like, the rest of their roommates are completely, like, what's what's happening? Especially the two who were, like, low-key involved in Sabuna. They're not at all gonna be, like, concerned. Maybe Mara just thinks that, like, Patricia's still pranking Eddie or whatever. Probably. Wow, Patricia's taking a really long time to finish pranking Eddie. Hmm. And then Jerome's just like, I guess Alfie's just still hanging out in the library. <laughs> Joy is MIA in this episode. Where's Joy? Hashtag where's Joy? Yeah. We don't, is she in this episode at all? No, it is said in the notes Netflix. of like the wiki that Joy's absent, but I wonder if Clarissa Ooh. was like doing something and Joy's just like MIA in this episode. Maybe. I don't know. I have to say. Like, if Mara and Patricia left to go pull that prank together, do you think, like, Mara probably definitely was, like, waiting up for Patricia to come back to, like, make sure to see, like, how much trouble she got in and whatnot? <laughs> so, they're just, their roommates don't question it. They're just like, okay. Maybe she called Nick while she was waiting. That'd be cute. <laughs> or Mara and Joy are just, like, up gossiping about, like, Patricia and Eddie totally having crushes on each other. It's like, oh, what are Patricia and Eddie up to? MIA. That would be cute. That would be cute. I wish we got to see us that. Joy waking up to, like, Mara coming back to the room and just going, like, where's Patricia? And then they're like, oh, she pulled a prank on Eddie. And then they talk about that for a little bit. And then eventually they fall asleep. And then Pat- Patricia is mysteriously MIA for <laughs> That's sus. So sus. Nina says Fabian had her back even then. Fabian says, I miss that. You and me, we should give it another go. But Nina has fallen asleep. I said, Fabina being cute. This was cute, but Fabian really did not need to call them Fabina. Wait, he did? He did. He was like, we should really, like, give Fabina another go or something. Oh, like, that. Yeah, like, give us another go. He said Fabina. Or, like, Fabina was great or something like that. I don't know. He said Fabina. I was like, no, not you two. Brad is probably like, why? Probably killed Brad inside. <laughs> probably did. Okay, but uh, Javian's the superior ship right there. Right there. <laughs> So then Victor's asleep on his desk and we hear Sankara cackle. Nina wakes with a start and shakes Fabian awake, telling him to wake up. She says that they have to check on Victor. Then Fabian and Nina sneak into Victor's office, um, trying to be quiet, though the door and floor are creaking. They see the ambulance and Nina motions at Fabian. He hands her scissors from his pocket and Nina starts cutting the ambulance. Victor starts moving like he may wake up and they look panicked. Um, <laughs> so Brenna explained this to me, um, but I'd love to hear everything about it, but their faces, their faces, um, yeah, at the end of the episode, they're not great. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's like a house when was stable, they always just make like really bad cliffhanger faces at the end of the episode. <laughs> I mean, it was well, like, definitely I mean, something. Oh no, <laughs> will Victor catch us? <sighs> <laughs> the dramatic zoom in faces are the best part of the show yeah you know 
I've only seen two episodes, but like it, the face is definitely up there. <laughs> Every week, we award a character brain cell of the week, which means who was being the smartest character this week? Who had the group brain cell? But I wrote, who got the brain cell of the week? And I was like, all the students were being smart for once, like collectively as a group. That's true. They were like, they were all working together. I was proud of them. Um, I will give bonus points to Fabian and Nina, though, because they actually, like, remembered they needed to, like, go get the ambulance. <laughs> the whole reason yeah, they did all of that. The so. All the things they were doing. And then for the ship of the week for this episode, I was like, I guess Petty and Favina, but I would like to nominate my favorite ship, Friendship. <laughs> it's a great ship. Yeah, I would say Fabina, but more importantly, Friendship. Friendship's yeah. nice. I love it. They, it was a great squad episode. It was. It. Hey guys, this is a warning. We're going to talk about some, I don't want to say explicit stuff, but it's going to, you know, cover some adult topics. And if you're not comfortable with that or you're under 18, you may want to just stop listening now. Yeah. Thank you. Now we have a game and we thought, I was like, I don't know what should be a game. And I wrote, yo, IDK, can we react to being a covered fic, LOL. And then I tweet it. Give me one like if we think that you think that our guest should react to the Fabina cover pick, and I got six likes. So there's that. Oh no! <laughs> Please read uh, all the chose... like tweet so we know who to blame for us having to do this. Um, let me read it out I loud. Think I was one of them. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> one. Okay, let, let's give shout outs to everyone who is subjecting Haley to this. I might have liked it. Okay. I don't remember. Okay, so Grace, Bretta, yeah. Trudy, Megan. Tess and whoever Dill Pickle one forty one. I think Dill Pickle one forty one was the first person to like it. So after that point, I was like, "Well, might as well like okay, it." Okay, well, I blame Dill Pickle. I don't like Dill Pickles anyways. So like, <laughs> it out. is their fault. However, extra shout outs to Tess, Megan, Trudy, Brenna, and Grace. Megan, Tr- <laughs> Thank Megan you. really controls violence. Oh no. Are we gonna read the whole thing? It's kind of Okay, long. I'm gonna read it, but I'm gonna redact. So there are two Fabina covered fix. Brenna linked these out. Yeah, so the first one was by Diana, or she says channel on fanfiction.net. Okay, so this is Diana's fic. It is called Into the Cupboard by She Says Chow on fanfiction.net. Published January 31st, 2012. <laughs> I'm going to redact some of this fic because um, some of it's inappropriate for our audience. So, I mean, not inappropriate. It's okay. I have the full thing in front of me, so I will I will know it all. It all. <laughs> POV. Nina and I were in a cupboard with the stereo, blasting music as loud as possible to keep Victor awake so we could grab the ambulance as soon as he conked out. Score for Sabuna, I said just after he left the room. Nina turned the music off and we closed the doors to our hideout. We were in such tight quarters. I knew we had broken up and so did she, but being so close to her, it was beginning to make my adrenaline race like mad. Nina, I whispered, we're kind of close. And she questioned a smile present in her voice. Well, it's now or ever, I thought. Leaning over, I crushed my lips against hers, kissing her with all the emotion and intensity in me. She didn't complain or pull away. In fact, she kissed back. I'm not harder. My tongue lightly trailed her yellow lower lip without hesitation. She opened her mouth and we ended up snogging each other senseless. No wonder Joy wasn't in this episode. She would have been furious. <laughs> Yeah, Joy was like, oh, hello. My head rested on the small of her back. After some internal debate, slid up her shirt and began absentmindedly playing with the back strap of her bra. Can I say this? Too <laughs> <laughs> late to go back. She pulled away briefly enough to take her shirt off and then started tugging at the plaid shirt I had on over my red t-shirt. I tricked it off the shirt underneath too. Okay, where are their clothes going? This is a tiny ass cupboard. <laughs> 
And we went, I, I, we went back to kissing each other as I fumbled somewhat unsuccessfully to take her bra off. It can't be too hard. I thought Mick said he got it all the way with Mara, but he never mentioned how tricky this part was. I love Mick. That's my OTD. Good <laughs> advice. So the rest of this? Um, yeah, I'm reading I, it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I think we stop here. Redacted. I, I think we understand what's about to happen. A bunch of re- um, redacted, redacted, redacted. Favorite part is when she's conveniently on birth control. Okay, <laughs> yes. Can, do you want me to read that part out loud? <laughs> if you want, I don't know. <laughs> Nina, I started awkwardly. I earned, didn't bring any condoms. She let out a breath. It's okay, she said. I'm on birth control. Oh, thank God, I said to myself, feeling relieved. You do want to do this, right? Yeah, she responded, lifting her head up to kiss my neck. I love you, Fabian. She whispered so much. So kids, use protection and get consent. Very important lessons we're learning from this fan section. (laughs) Yeah, 2012, this is great. So, and then redacted, more redacted. Time to man up, Fabian. (laughs) Okay, so I redacted. Herself, by the way, Haley's not telling Fabian to man up. <laughs> no, this one, it's a line from the fact. I just said redacted a bunch of times. So I'm going to read the very end of this because I, I find it funny. After awkwardly feeling around for all of her clothing and putting them back on a somewhat painful manner due to the tight space, we literally spilled from the cover as soon as both doors were open and I reached for the stereo to turn the music off. And two hours later, she muttered, smirking, they were having sex for two hours? I mean, it was so small in there, it was probably hard. Oh, something was hard. <laughs> in this fic, it said it's both of their first time and they had sex for two hours. That is- <laughs> that's unrealistic. That's not, that's not real. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then had a baby, and apparently. So then at the very end, she says, he says, yeah, I trailed off Nina. Wait, well, we're kind of dating now, right? Of course we are, she explained it. I'm sorry about the stupid earlier. No, I was being really bitchy. Wasn't I a bit? Yeah, I wanted to say it's all right. I act similar when I saw you flirting with Eddie. Are we even? I love the Nettie Summer Romance at the end of the story. Nettie Summer Romance Supremacy. Get out of here. And then she nodded. Well, good night. We kissed softly. Then she quietly let go and headed upstairs to her room. We should find hiding places and cupboards more often, I thought. (laughs) I love this for them. That was a lot. (laughs) Anyone have thoughts on. Everything I redacted half the sex. I mean, I'm just really proud of them for the consent. Yeah, um, I'm proud of them for being concerned about using protection. Yeah, I'm proud of them and for... they're probably, you know, no worry about STDs because that was probably their first time. Yeah, you know, they it seems like they had a, a, a good time. <laughs> they were in there for two hours, so hopefully something happened. <laughs> Wait, 25 reviews, too. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I wonder if we reviewed this. I'm sure one of them is me. I was gonna say, did you guys review it? Like, okay. obviously you knew about this. Okay, let me see. Let me check. Uh, 40 faves. 40 people Maybe loved it. Maybe I didn't because I was embarrassed. I could also see that. Like, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be Okay, that is us. Oh. yeah, I did not review this. I probably just tweeted her because we were Twitter friends, so I probably just. That's so funny. It's really funny. Someone said something about uh, Fabian and Mick had sex. <laughs> McBean? Um, I mean, McBean is real, thank you. Oh, someone reviewed this in 2020. Good for them. Good for whoever reviewed this in 2020. Sammy loves to write. Shout out this to them. This was good. Okay, Shout out to Sammy. I'm getting like, a like, notification on this back in 2020. Well, now we've brought it back. <laughs> it's about to get a lot of notifications. <laughs> 
sorry. Yeah, everyone's not even the fandom anymore, so this is gonna be real confusing. Do do we want to read Hades or do we have more reactions to the OG? No, I think we can move on to Katie's. Katie's Katie's gonna kill us. June 25th, 2012, and it is called uh, The Navian Smut. So here's the smut, and yeah, and I don't even know why I put that ending. I just did. Oh, well, you'll live. Disclaimer I don't own House of News by our friend Katie. Shout out to Katie. Otherwise known as Jay Potter on Tumblr.com. She's about to um, point two, Sabuna. Nina held up two fingers with a smile. She and Fabian grinning shut the covered doors as they were due to stay there until all the tasks were complete. Upon hearing Victor storm out of the house at Alfie's station, they found it sp- safe to speak quietly. Think this will work? Fabian whispered into the darkness. I hope, Nina said. It's our best shot. Fabian said as well and snub- slumped back into the cupboard a bit. Why, if Victor left, do they need to stay in the cupboard? It's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> Great Pretty question. uncomfortable in here, Nina laughed a bit. This pipe is taking up all the room on my side. Well, Fabian said, not really thinking, just come sit over here. There's no pipe, just me. Okay, Nina laughed. She laid down on the covered floor, head towards Fabian, and flipped herself over. She scooched up next to him so their sides touched. Do you have oh, there's no room in there for them to... <laughs> How did she lay down? <laughs> she laid down. In what room? I have face down. I'm not going to finish that statement. <laughs> Fill in the blank. <laughs> Do you have the time? Nina asked. Baby nodded, although she couldn't see it, and held up his watch. It had a little button that turned the clock portion and glow in the dark green. Fifteen more minutes, then we're out of here, Fabian said. Could you shine that again? Nina asked. Well, she included said. the calculator watch. I love this. That's the sexiest part Me about too. this story. Fabian <laughs> <laughs> after to shine. Just up. He obliged and pointed the light upward. Just faintly, he was able to see Nina gazing over at him, and he gazed back. She moved to the side of her hip and scooched even closer to Fabian, and he did the same. Eventually, the light went out, but it didn't impose a problem. Nina and Fabian's lips had found one another, and that's all they needed. Nina pressed harder into the kiss, and Fabian put his arm he wasn't leaning on over her waist, pulling her as close as he could. Fabian put Nina's hand teasing at his shirt hem, so he pulled it away to slip it off. At this moment, she did the same. Not ten seconds passed, however, before they were once again in a full lip lock. Nina rolled over and got Fabian on top of her. There's no room for this in the camera! Listen, you gotta use your imagination here. <laughs> but he kept his distance. It's like a room of requirement. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cavern of requirement. Other than the lips and hands, did he really want to do this? Did she? They weren't actually dating anymore. That didn't mean Fabian wasn't so in love with her. And from the looks of it, she wasn't anywhere near over him. He fumbled around with her bra strap, but he eventually got it. Um, redacted. I'm glad he struggled in both fix. He, yeah. he yeah, just cannot that, figure that, out this. Confirmed. Fabian can't figure out this. Not even with this one. He's not even on the class. He's on her bra strap. Fabian's like, oh, he's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. Redacted. Um, he asks for consent again. He does I say, yeah, do you if you do, but I only do if you do. Um, redact it. But <laughs> then, a reference to the non-existent shorts. They're almost non-existent shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, without him saying a word, Nina reassured him it was okay and she'd be fine, so he went for it once again, asking for his consent. Good. Um, redact it, and then. <laughs> Several minutes later, not two hours, more realistic, <laughs> Fabian's watch began to beep. The two pulled apart quite flustered. Sabuna tied, Fabian said quietly. Right, right, Nina whispered back. <laughs> then, as they exited the cupboard, they saw Eddie at the refrigerator! Coming out of the cupboard and raised an eyebrow. Do I really want to know? He questioned. No, the pair said quickly, escaping the hallway up the stairs. As fast as I could! 
Okay, so then they're just, like, saying I love you to each other. Cute, cute. Next morning at breakfast, before Femi and Nina arrive, are you sure, Mara asked surprise in the cupboard? And they made a face. Pause if any laugh. They went for a good 15 minutes, and you listened the whole time. Patricia Scott, disgusting. Jerome, you know I'm not so hungry anymore. Baby said, "Me neither." Nina grew the two walked out holding hands. Ah, young love. Jerome shook his head with a smile. Uh, young, sure. <laughs> I do like the house gave them shit for it after. I do enjoy the house giving them shit. However, why was Eddie just like vibing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he needed he a just... hoagie real bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like I've gotten out of there. The 15 minutes was more realistic than two hours. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate it here. Uh, so now we, we have another another um post that is on Brenna's blog, right? So Yeah, now- I already blogged it, so I wasn't the original poster. And I think Emily had reblogged these two, and, like, it got, there was more in it. Like, people kept adding to it. It got a little chaotic, and I regret. I think this was the origin of this theory <laughs> snowy the gryffindor deactivated i will never get over nina and taming the cupboards that awkward girl who loves to write gif that says never ending sexual frustration also a gif of nina there's a gif of idiot pointing up that says this with three five I who i believe that. is katie said oh um, like the energy in this yes. studio i really don't is there something they want to tell us or nina was wearing short shorts so it should have been easy snowy the gryffindor says oh my gosh katie <laughs> Hold on. I think there's more if you go on the two from Emily's blog on the last two links. Okay. Or uh oh no, those the middle two from what Emily's I blog. I was gonna read I I'm reading all of these in you. order. Okay. So there's also from the Dear Sabuna's blog once again, Dear Nina, you and me, the cover at eleven PM will do what we always do. You know what to bring. Sincerely, Fabian. PS I'm thinking about blessing music and you'll need to bring the speaker. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, guys, if you want a taste of what the fandom was like on Tumblr when the show is airing, go to dear-sabunas.tumblr.com. It's like, you get everything in there. Okay, so this is an extension of the, is there something I want to tell us, or Nina was wearing short shorts, so they should have been easy, from Emily's blog. So then someone else replied it and said, um, Alfie, high-fiving Fabian gift. See this? This is Alfie. Congratulating Fabian on becoming a man in the cover with Nina. That is all. Someone else has it with a, like Amber screaming gift that said, "See this? This is Amber, the second biggest Nina Fabian shipper, finding out from Alfie what happened. Run, Nina, run!" And then Emily replies and said, "She probably just gave them condoms, and I don't even want to say it. Leave them alone for a night." <laughs> Sadly, um, my blog from 2012 is MIA because I deleted it. Oh my god. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you might have saved yourself there. <laughs> I'm deleting mine. 2013 post. I reactivated 2013, so season three, there was some shit I said. Okay, so Diana said, now there's a gif of um Eddie and Fabian. See this? Eddie found out what happened from Amber because she scrolled to the rest of the house and Eddie brought it up at breakfast. Fabian is choking on his food. A crazy bad wonderful dream said, this is Jerome finding out because he never believed it would happen as a gif of Jerome looking shocked. Um, <laughs> Diana says, choose the option to reply this to the text post so you can add more gifts. And it's Eddie and Patricia throwing cares at each other. This is Eddie and Patricia. They are having a food fight because they are mad. I don't need a favorite beating them in the great virginity loss race. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess with an image that's like, I can't see on my phone. 
Yeah, I can't. It just says image on the computer, so it's gone. We'll never know what Emily reacted. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I think we want to know. Um. So and then a different post. Um. Obsessed with HOA said, OMG, did anyone notice how short Nina Schwartz were? And a gif of Fabian and Nina um, looking shook and Fabian dropping a book for when Mara was bad girl that one episode. <laughs> House of Peter says, she's trying to impress you know who, but it's a gif of Jerome, which I feel like they were trying to right. they were saying Jerina, or they were just, it was just a Jerome gif. Victor ships Petty. When I watched the promo, I thought she wasn't wearing pants. Obsessed with HOA. OMG, me too. Irish sunshine of meh. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And Fabian was in the room as well. A gift of Kurt from Glee. I was like, no. Oh, <laughs> ages eight plus. <laughs> Obsessed with HOA has, ha ha, that's what I was thinking. Um, Emily said, maybe they have a cover date set. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm deleting. I love no, you. Can't, Emily. <laughs> And, uh, I'm gonna go through and find anything cringy I ever wrote and delete it. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> everything ever we ever said in 2012. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's a lot. That's like my whole childhood. I'd have to de- just delete. Day, I should. Oh, I should have watched my vlog from that episode. I wonder if I mentioned it. In my, Probably. My vlog. And then a different post I had saved on my phone from Dear Sabunas that says, "Dear Nina, not in front of the children, please. I beg you, put some pantalones on. Love everyone but Fabian." <laughs> there was another one that I deleted from my phone, but I think it said, Dear Nina, your pants were long and covering. Oh, yeah. So you didn't wear them. <laughs> we may have put that when we tweeted all the like random 2012 stuff. I think that was in there. This is so funny because I like did not notice how short her shorts were. And I think that's just, you know, now I, that's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think her shorts were that even that short. They just must have been like really short for 2012. And I think part of it too was just that they were bait. They were like khaki shorts, and they kind of blended in with her skin. So like, if you just glance or like in a quick promo, it looked like she wasn't wearing pants, and that was the big thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the fandom. Is it still justified? Not really, but that's what. Were that's what we we're okay? No, I'm glad that we were encouraging consent. I'm glad that we we're encouraging protection. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you all had your minds in the gutter, but like the gutter was like kind of clean. <laughs> well, we were like fifteen and obsessed with House Manubis, so like that's all. Yeah. Okay, here I found the haiku. Dear Nina, your pants are long and covering. You ripped them. Now you rape. Now you wear shorts. So sincerely, Fabian. <laughs> P.S. I think I'm getting the hang of these haikus. <laughs> he writes a haiku in the beginning of the season. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And her grandma makes her do- him do it. He writes a haiku that. The quest is long and difficult. I saw treasure. The treasure with you is now turned so your pants are long and covering. <laughs> I'm getting a call about my COVID vaccination. Hold on. Get vaccinated, kids. Yes, kids, get vaccinated. It's the only reason why I'm here. True. I think that they approved it Pfizer for ages 12 and up officially. Yeah, it's 12. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I think that now covers our whole audience. Do you want to just wrap up the episode, Laura? Um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this has been Anubis Backwards Podcast. You can follow us on um, Twitter at Anubis Podcast, on Instagram, TikTok, um, at Anubis Backwards Pod. You can email us at Anubis Backwards Pod at gmail.com. You can go to anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards to send in voice memos if you want. And Haley, do you want to plug yourself? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at underscore Haley Alexandra. Go follow. 
Thanks again for dealing no with the follow. chaos. You're welcome. Um, yeah, thanks for dealing with a very chaotic episode of Anubis Back. I was like, this is a very chaotic episode of House of Anubis. I'll only watch another episode when Brenna sits me down to watch another episode. <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, that's... <laughs> you better pick, like, the next most chaotic episode of House of Anubis. The finale. Emily says bye. She's on the, the phone. Um, uh, Sabuna. Oh, do we have this one with? <laughs> Sabuna, yeah, everyone get your Jerome in the black shit. Shorts. Jerome in the black shit. <laughs> I'll be in the black shit. Okay, go. Everyone in the black shit. And need shorts. So much I wanted to say. Where is he at? Is there anyone there? My friends! Look at them! We got an Olivia Breaking. Taylor photo. Breaking news. Yeah! Wait, show me. <laughs> My friend. I can be that in. Yes, I love that. Kate writes. God, what queens. Sorry, I'm just going to stare at this Taylor Swift. They're so cute.